Million dollar deals don't happen often. Paul did a $2 million deal. We'll break down next. I am here with my good friend, super agent in Chester, Delaware, Montgomery counties, Paul Haritunian. And what Paul did is something that a lot of people say they wanna do more of. They wanna sell luxury real estate. They wanna raise their price point. Paul recently closed a $2 million deal. But the reason I wanna share this is people don't get how hard these deals are to put together, number one. And secondly, this thing was four years in the making and sale prices above a million dollars make up barely over 4% of the market in suburban Philadelphia. So you're dealing with a small percentage here and a lot of folks say they do luxury, but then you see them selling that medium price point home. So let's talk about how you did this sale four years in the making, Paul. So these guys came in uh, through our boomtown four years ago. Um, I got involved in November, uh, had a buyer agency contract meeting with him on the phone and we saw the property about a week later. These guys were kind of like hands off, wanted to just do it their own and, and, and look at properties. But when this came up, it seemed like to be a hot ticket. So we went out, we looked at it. Um, a lot of different mechanics in this deal. There was uh, a, a farm, there was two extra lots involved. And um, I even remember, you know, when we went out, I did a lot of homework before I got there. I was trying to figure out the values of the, of the lots and the home, and, and it was all separated. So kind of knew my numbers going in. And uh, I remember when we first spoke when he wanted to put an offer in, um, he's like, I need to talk to you tonight. And I was at a family event. I was literally you know, hiding in a room with a napkin, writing details down to get this all straight. So um, we ended up uh, you know, putting in an offer. It was a little bit low. Um, there was a, a real estate uh, attorney involved because of the estate and then an agent that was kind of handcuffed with that. So there was five revisions through wow. this whole process to get this done. And I just kept staying on top of it. And he's like, well, just put a verbal in, go back and counter. I said, no, we, everything has to be done in writing because I know if it's in writing, as we've always been taught, it gets puts in front of them. So um, yeah, five revisions later, we, we, we ended up getting it under contract. One of the things I did do, because it was a little bit complicated, was there was, you know, the prices were too high. So I suggested to the agent, um, why don't you package this thing together and give me a number of what this would be all together. These two lots, they were just hanging out. They wanted to sell it and leverage the neighbors. Mm -hmm. So it was just a lot of mechanics in the whole deal. So I said, do the right thing, put it together, give us a number. And we worked off of that and ended up getting it, you know, right about 90% of their asking price. So five five offers later. Love it. So five revisions. This is normally what it takes at this price point. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of money involved just in yeah. general. This isn't a three or $400,000 home. Right. So how long did it take from offer submission to signing an executed agreement of sale? What was that time frame? just to give some perspective? Uh, so when the holidays hit, they're like, we're not talking to you. We don't want to do anything over the holidays. So I still called, checked in. So it was it was uh, probably January, February, when we finally got it signed. And so we over it. 30 days of negotiating. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yep. So very long negotiation period. You mentioned the lead was four years old, and you got involved in November. So talk to me about that. Was this someone that, that did our inside sales team set it up for you? How did, how did you actually get in front of the client? It came in front of me by the inside sales team, so they wanted to... Um, talk to someone that they felt, I guess they were getting closer. And then when this popped up, got it in front of them and they, they fell in love with it. Um, they drove by it and then we, we went and looked at it together and then it, it just went from there. So 
it was a long time in the making to, to get them to even go out and meet me because they were always going to open houses, talking to different agents, running with Zillow, you mm -hmm. know, all different things like that. So What's amazing there is that a four-year-old lead, a lot of people would say, I don't want to work that lead. I don't want to talk to that four-year-old person. And you didn't have to do that. You got put in front of them when they were ready for an agent, which probably made it a lot easier on you than like, I mean, you probably would have given up at some point, is, right. it, is my guess. So right. not only, I mean, there's some value there, over 30 days of negotiating. So did, did you ever feel like this deal was going to fall apart when you were negotiating it? No, um, it, because we, you know, I just met them where they were. So I just, you know, hey, you wanted to put that offer in, that's fine. You know, and it's not going to be verbal. It'll always be in writing. So then they were under my care. And then as we kind of inched up and inched up, they were like, I am never paying over. There's not going to be a two in front of my offer. And I said, look, <laughs> I said, what I know is that if we can get this together and we can get it at, you know, like, say, two million one and change, you know, what do you think? He's like, I, I don't know about that. And so I got him to lump it together. And then we got that number and it came back. They countered us like with 50,000 over. And I said, hey, you got the house for 2,150. Do you want it? And they're like, absolutely. And, and it was signed. And that was it. Everyone should write down that closing line. That is so powerful. Not, hey, they're at 2,150. What do you think? It's the home is yours or you've got the home at 2.15 right. and just stop talking. Yeah. And we've, we've, we've talked about this before. Like it's, yeah. it, it, There's more with less when you're at that point. Because I'd imagine there's probably some fatigue on, on, on the buyer's end when you were dealing with them because it went on so long. I mean, did, right. like, how were their emotions during all this? Because I don't think people realize what, what, what that's like for 30-plus days of negotiating. Because there was, there's constant communication. But there was a lot. Like They just kept turning us down. They're like, hey, you know, I, I, I wanted a 30-day due diligence plan. I'm paying cash. I'm waiving inspections. But I just want to know if I can adjust this property, what I can do. No, no, no. So we ended up doing the due diligence all through this Smart. this part. So um, I said to him, I said, look, your first call should be to the township supervisor. Find out what you can do, how you can do it. We had to meet with the historical board, which was 12 ladies from the age of 75 to 90. So that was a party. And we just kept going through it. And then he felt comfortable. He's like, you know what? I can build what I want. We had an architect there. We had surveyors there. I mean, I, I was probably at the property five or six times or more to get all that and done. And once we finally met with the board, he's like, you know what, I'm comfortable knowing that I can do what I want to do here. So then that's when we just moved forward and grabbed it, so. So what I love here is that you took the obstacle of, hey, no due diligence and said, okay, we're just gonna do it as we go through this. And that's part of the value of knowing the market you're dealing in because there's not a whole ton of $2 million buyers that come out of the woodwork here, especially for a home like this where it's got some Restrictions on how you can develop it, historical yeah. land use, otherwise. So, like, look at that. Look at that play you ran. It's hey, let's do this while we're going, and that probably got your clients more comfortable. So when you had the close, you got the deal. It was an easy yes, not a hard yes. So that's really, really valuable. So what I'm hearing is you let this play out. You met them where they're at. You you, you listen to your client. You didn't overly sell the place. It was more how do we get you in here and how do we work it. Right. Any advice you have for someone watching here? Because this, this is negotiating one-on-one. This is really impressive you did this. What advice do you have for the people watching that want to maybe break into this price point? Or they got a deal that's just taking a long time to put together? Yeah, I mean, you just have to work through it. And like you've, we've always talked, you have to let it breathe. You can't just be boom. You know, what are we doing next? What are you, just let it, let it ride out and stay on top of it. I was staying in touch with the agent uh, all the time. I was reconnecting with the client all the time. 
the township, the board, like, you know, anything I could do to keep things moving and get them into a comfortable level of moving forward and getting it signed. So, you know, there was a lot of, you know, negotiations on both sides. I had to, I had to give the agent a reminder and say, mm -hmm. hey, do the right thing here, package it together, let me give you a number. Even at the asking price, they didn't want to sell these extra lots because they were leveraging the neighbors. And I'm like, the neighbors aren't going to buy this. There's no point of it. So yep. I, I got them to make that move, which was amazing. And then we just closed it out. So my, my biggest advice is meet them where they're at, stay in touch with them, um, and, and don't give up. You know? And they're looking for you as, as the, you know, the person that's going to guide them through the transaction and make them feel comfortable. And I did that with these people, and they couldn't have been happier. So. And that, everybody watching, is how you close a $2-plus million sale. Congrats, my man. No one deserves it more than you do. Take notes on this. We're going to put Paul's information up here in case you want to connect with them. This is how you do it at a different price range. And just if $2 million isn't a lot of money in your marketplace, that's going to be roughly, what's the math here, five times our median sale price. Yeah. So think about it that way because that's what this is like, and it takes time. You've got to be patient. You've got to go by the book. I love that you said I put all the counters in writing because a lot of people are too cavalier with that, and it doesn't have the same seriousness as, Hey, Mr. Seller, you can sign this right now, and we have a deal. Right. 